Hey you, yes you, thanks for tuning in to the Healthy, Wild and Free podcast. My name is David Benjamin, I'm your host and the founder of HealthyWildAndFree.com. If you're like me, you understand that health, the mind-body-spirit-heart connection, and living a green, eco-friendly, sustainable lifestyle are some of the most valuable and life-enhancing lessons that we can learn and pass on to our children to live happy and abundant lives. That's why this podcast was created, to help you grow in these areas. If you aren't already subscribed to the newsletter, go to HealthyWildAndFree.com, click the box at the top right-hand corner to get a free copy of our latest ebook, and you will be subscribed to be notified about future podcasts. Thanks for subscribing and tuning in. Enjoy. Hey, podcast listeners. This is David Benjamin from HealthyWildAndFree.com. Super excited today to have an amazing guest on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about all different sorts of topics that uh, really just kind of give a bigger picture, bigger view of the holistic health field. And uh, I actually met uh, Emily Rose Shaw through a mutual friend, uh, a guy named Nick Meyer who runs a website called AltHealthWorks.com. And I met her at a place called the Creative Health Institute, which is this kind of log cabin type place in the middle of nowhere in Michigan and it's just an amazing place with a lot of love, a lot of raw foods and, and it's just an amazing place and, and that's where I originally met her. Uh, but Emily Roshaw is a certified holistic nutrition coach, natural health stylist and plant-based nutrition expert. Emily's on a mission to help you connect to your true nature of health and beauty from the inside out and to realize your full potential by uncovering what it means for you to live your happiest, healthiest life. She specializes in helping women who love who love to eat to lose weight permanently, understand and manage food cravings, and prevent chronic disease. She grew up with basically practicing transcendental meditation and Arveda in her native Fairfield, Iowa, which we're going to talk about that. It's a very interesting place. And she's had lifelong experience with natural health and food, from the front row at Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week to the front yard vegetable garden. Her work experience spans from assisting a top fashion stylist in L.A. to working her father's gardening business. She is certified by the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, the American Association of Drugless Practitioners, holds a B.A. in Health and Human Physiology from the University of Iowa, and an AA from the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. And today we're just going to really talk about transcendental meditation, holistic health, raw foods, and all other sorts of awesome topics. So I'm going to bring Emily on the line right now. And once she's on, Emily, are you there? I'm here, yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. I'm glad you're here. This is going to be very fun. Um, I wanted to start the interview kind of asking you, because I just think it's so unique and interesting, uh, about Fairfield, Iowa, and what makes it unique, and why did why did your parents choose to raise a family there initially? Well, my parents brought me here when I was a year old. They started practicing TM, you know, years before I was born. And they found out about this community. Um, they were living in Kansas City at the time. And they found out about this community, and they decided to, you know, check it out and see why all these people were flocking from, you know, all over the place, all over the country, and, you know, really all over the world to Fairfield. And so they came, and they really loved it. And so they said, let's let's move here, and let's raise 
our daughter in this community. And so that's really how it started. So I, I you know, grew up in Fairfield and really interesting, you know, growing up and having Transcendental Meditation. You have, I actually just looked in my old baby book. I learned TM January 30th of 1993. So I've been practicing TM for just over 20 years. Wow. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So Fairfield is a really, really unique place because of the cultural diversity. And there's a huge draw because there's a um, college here. It's called the Maharishi University of Management. And so there's people here from so many different countries. You know, and Fairfield is, you know, it's a small town. It's about 10,000 people. Mm -hmm. So you have, you know, within Fairfield you have all these, you know, I would say more traditional Midwestern people, um, and then you have all of these people from all over the world sort of coexisting in this in this place, and it's reflected in the vibrant artistic community, and uh, you know just everything that that the university offers. The university is well known for its sustainability program, which uh, you know many of your listeners might be interested in, and. Um, so it's just kind of this cultural melting pot in the middle of, of the U.S., quite mm-hmm. unexpected. And something really cool about Fairfield, actually, Smithsonian um, was here, and they just named uh, Fairfield one of the twenty, one of the twenty uh, best small towns to visit in the country. They uh, came out with that article this past April, so that was pretty cool. Um, just seeing how Fairfield is becoming more and more recognized as this really cool place for people to visit. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It sounds like a very, I've never been there, but it sounds very open, artistic, and very kind of health and spiritual conscious, which I love. So I'll have to visit mm-hmm. someday. So is, is transcendental meditation kind of more common there as far as people practicing it? Yeah, I mean, I would say that at least half the population, if not more, practice TM. Really? And there's even, yes, and there's even a um, a little city called Vedic City, which is a few miles from downtown Fairfield, um, where people, it's a little community, you know, people, all of them are meditators, and um, there's actually a, a beautiful spa out there called the Raj, where uh, people come in and get, um, Ayurvedic treatments and rest and relax, including some well-known celebrities uh, come in and too, and and get these treatments done. So it's really a interesting, um, wonderful place. It's very safe and the community is very tight knit and it's a very supportive place. And it's really enjoyable to be here because there's always someone passing through town and. Um, so there's always something going on. And I was just talking to one of my girlfriends the other day. Um, it seems like it's, you know, there's more and more going on. You know, even even since, you know, I went to high school here many years ago, there's an increasingly number increasing number of different opportunities and uh, different events. There's a wonderful civic center, which is a draw. They have lots of, um, you know, plays and different uh, 
types of things like that, and people will come through and tour, you know, musicians. So it's it's uh, really a very unique place. So I encourage anyone to come on uh, come on over to Fairfield and can show you around. <laughs> yeah, it sounds awesome. It's I'm pretty sure Adam Sandler visited because in one of his movies he went to Winchester, Tunfieldville, Iowa. So I'm guessing he just you know took a little road trip and went to Fairfield. Um, <laughs> that was a joke. Um, <laughs> um, awesome! It sounds amazing. It sounds like a definitely like an interesting place, and to have over half of the population practice—I mean, really any form of meditation, but transcendental meditation—that's just mind blowing to me to to even fathom that. I mean, it seems like um, just walking around it would feel different than in any other city in America. So it'd be interesting to visit. Um, so you've been practicing transcendental meditation for. Uh, 20 years, about, right? Mm-hmm, just over 20 years. Just over 20 years, okay. And uh, as far as, like, the, the I guess the health and the, the mind-body-spirit benefits from Transcendental Meditation, what have you kind of experienced and what have you seen other people experience from practicing TM? Oh, gosh. Um, well, there are so many documented health benefits of TM, um, it's actually the most researched form of meditation that exists. Um, Yes, yes. It's the most widely practiced uh, form of meditation. I believe it's over uh, 5 million people worldwide that are practicing TM. And uh, it's really starting to get a lot of recognition um, from these big organizations like the American Heart Association recommends it as the meditation to reduce blood pressure. They've done a lot of medical trials with it and, you know, tested some other types of meditation, believe, you know, mindfulness and different things like this. Um, And then, you know, I can probably post some, there's some wonderful websites um, that talk about, you know, different doctors and research and uh, these institutions that are, sponsoring this type of research it's just it's just wild all the different health benefits from everything from um you know i mean the primary the primary function of tm is to you know reduce stress and mm-hmm. stress can be seen as these toxins toxins in the body i know you know we talk about food we talk about um you know consuming toxins that are in the standard american diet and but beyond food, there are toxins, stresses that are in the physiology, especially in this, this day and age when we're all so busy and we're running around, we've got way too much on our plate. Uh, mm-hmm. So these toxins are kind of sitting there. And so the primary function of TM is to start to release those stressors. And, you know, sleep, sleep definitely uh, helps to re- release those stressors as well, but TM is actually a little bit deeper, and that's something that I've experienced the most myself, I would say, just on a day-to-day basis, um, you know, TM is practiced about 20 minutes twice daily with the eyes closed, just, you know, sitting comfortably, and um, I've just noticed that in my busy life, especially when I was living in L.A. and (laughs) running around and, you know, just having this crazy lifestyle, it's really mm-hmm. like setting a reset button, hitting the reset button. 
um, so that I could be, you know, really, you know, feeling fatigued and tired and then, you know, come 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, sit down to meditate and then you come out of meditation and, you know, you're you're good to go. <laughs> it's it's like I almost feel like it's, it's you notice that it's being deeper than sleep, but that's, that's my experience with it. And also, you know, um, TM reduces anxiety, it, you know, all kinds of different mental illness has been used to help people, um, everything from obesity to diabetes, you know, of course, heart disease, all these different things are finding these connections. And it's just so interesting, you know, studying health and human physiology and really learning that stress is uh, one of the major precursors to many chronic diseases. So uh, for TM to be able to start to unravel those, those stressors is really big. So, you know, I guess I would say um, just in my day-to-day life, hitting that reset button. Um, and then also, if you know, if I'm worrying about something or, you know, a little anxious about the outcome of something, sitting down to meditate, I notice instant, instant results in, um, you know, just getting really connected and deep and kind of just, um, broadening my perception in a way of, you know, um, you know what is going on, what's important. Because when you meditate, you actually are, you know, it's called transcendental meditation because you're transcending thought. You're actually going down to that, that source where all thought, creativity, and energy is coming from. So, hmm. yeah, so it's, it's really, it's really quite fascinating um to you know experience that um and just really feel refreshed and um uh really feel like you're going within and you're you like you're you're um going back home in a certain right. way there's yeah. this whole inner you know the inner physiology is just so um profound and to mm-hmm. access access that point is just um you know, very, very nourishing. Yeah. And it's free. You can't beat that. <laughs> it just takes practice. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, that experience, once you learn, TM does does cost money to learn. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's free eventually, would you like me to give... Yeah. I mean, once, <laughs> yeah, yeah. once you learn, once you learn that it's free, would right. you like me to give your listeners a little um, background about yes. TM? By all means, yes. Okay. Um, So TM comes from Vedic science. It's over 5,000 years old. And so it's this really ancient Vedic tradition. And it was taught just by word of mouth, passed down through these, um, you know, these Vedic yogi masters. And it was kept kind of isolated there in India, and then, you know, for thousands of years, it was just kept kind of uh, kind of isolated. And then in the 50s, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi was really the one who is credited for bringing TM to the world at large. So he brought it to the West. Um, uh, and, it, you know, in the 60s and the 70s, it became really part of popular culture. The Beatles, the Beach Boys, um you know, learn TM, and actually some of the songs on one of the Beatles' albums was about their experiences with TM. 
So really? in the 60s and 70s, yeah, there was this huge huh. surge of uh, interest in TM, and Marishi would tour and, and speak, and um, and then he, you know, created this program so that there would be certified teachers that um, would would then be able to teach, uh, you know, other people how to learn TM. So it really is... Um, it's really the sacred thing, and it's and it's so you learn, you become initiated in TM by a certified teacher to keep really the the purity of the teaching. So that's um, um, just really a very sweet experience. You learn, you know, from a TM teacher one on one, you know, over a series of days and uh, I think weeks even, uh, just going through the whole process and really learning about the. Um, more in detail about the mechanics of TM and how it works. So um, since then, it's just really exploded on the scene, and it's so great to see how TM has really gained all this recognition, especially lately. Um, Oprah Winfrey came to Fairfield, gosh, was it um, last year or the year before? Time just passes so quickly, but she came to Fairfield and did a whole special, um, you know, that her TV station, Oprah Network, um, on TM and Fairfield. And mm-hmm. she learned TM and was so blown away by its effectiveness in her life that she um, had every single one of her staff members learn TM. And so now, you know, in Chicago, they... Uh, you know, meditate together in the morning. This is my understanding anyway. And then in the, you know, 5 o'clock in the evening. And uh, so people like Oprah, these big, you know, iconic leaders who so many people look up to, um, it's just great to see, you know, this recognition for it. And, um, you know, and people like Oprah, Ellen DeGeneres, Dr. Oz, all these doctors are now, you know, learning TM and recommending it to their patients. Um, you know, Jerry Seinfeld, I mean, it's just all these these wonderful, wonderful people are just learning it. So I think that has a great effect in, in spreading the awareness about TM. And then I guess the last thing I'll, I'll uh, mention is the David Lynch Foundation. You know, David Lynch, the um, filmmaker, he um, created this nonprofit organization in 2005, um, which funds TM, um, it funds the, the ability for at-risk populations to learn TM. So TM is currently being taught to uh, populations like veterans who have post-traumatic stress disorder. It's being taught in prisons, um, in really? schools. Wow. Yes, yes. That's amazing. Yeah. It, isn't it amazing? Yeah. That's really cool, too. Um, I mean, prisons and schools, like, that's that's amazing. That makes me smile. <laughs> Um, that's so cool. So it's really it's a yeah. great form from from my understanding. I mean, you kind of mentioned the uh, balancing blood pressure, high blood pressure, uh, the heart, um, stress, things like that. It's it seems like it's a very as far as the health kind of side of it goes, the health benefits. It's very just balancing to the body. It's very kind of balancing whatever needs to be balanced. It seems like to some degree. Um, is there anything? Well, and, and then with the mind kind of clearing the mind and kind of uh, and hitting the reset button to some degree. Uh, on, the, on the kind of spiritual level, uh, is 
I, obviously the health and, and the mind are benefiting the spiritual level, but spiritually speaking to some degree, has have you felt any, like, kind of had any guidance or just felt kind of uh, that you're, just kind of felt guidance, if you will, from transcendental meditation in your life? Yeah, yeah. So um, I would say that TM, you know, it's a little bit, it's it's funny because I've I've been practicing TM, you know, most of my life, but I will say that uh, I notice a direct relationship between my practice of TM and my intuition, my ability mm-hmm. to listen to my body and how it responds in different environments, and um, it's, it's so cool. You know, some of the biggest decisions, actually all of the biggest decisions I've ever made, um, I've known to be the right ones, uh, you know, around the time I practice my uh, transcendental meditation, um, I'll just know the answer. I'll know that that's the right thing for me to do. Um, that's the next step to take. And some of my most creative and uh, interesting, you know, ideas that I have, you know, I consider myself to be, um, you know, creative and I love to express myself and, you know, I have an artistic side. And so to have something like TM, that culturing, that part of me is, uh, you know, I think such a, a wonderful tool to have. Um, I'll literally be sitting there meditating and, you know, these ideas will just, like, pop into my head out of nowhere. <laughs> and um, and I always just, on an intuitive level, I just I just kind of know that, that they're right um, because they're coming from that, that deep, deep level of, of source, you know, where everything is connected, where everything is one. And um, so it's just, you know, this... Uh, recognition of of um from that coming coming from that from that deep place. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's that's um that's sort of the practical connection to my spirituality would be, you know, that on a deep intuitive level, that knowing that knowing what is um you know, what's right and having that, that source of creativity. Mhm. That's really cool. It's it's I can relate to that actually because the first time I meditated, um, a name just came into my head, and the name was Rick. And I was like, "Who is Rick? You know, why did the name Rick come into my head?" And I, I was like, "What's going on?" And and I knew I needed to meditate because I just felt intuitively that I needed to. And later that day, uh, a friend named Rick messaged me on Twitter, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> that was wow. crazy!" And I was like. There's something to this meditation thing, and that I didn't, you know, it wasn't even transcendental meditation. It was, I was just starting to kind of, it was literally my first time meditating. And ever since then, I've really believed in the power of meditation and the power of quieting the mind and just letting, you know, just quieting your mind and letting your spirit talk and express itself, if you will, as opposed to your ego, which oftentimes um, it's easy to get caught up in, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, that's really interesting. That's I love how uh, it's it can be a guidance. So there's so many. I mean the how it benefits the health or your health, you know, your mind and your spirit, and just it the value of it is amazing. I, I just think that the value that comes from one practice is just amazing. So I would encourage um, everyone listening to uh, 
discover how to how would someone get started to to turn with the app exactly yeah yeah so good question um you can go to tm.org and uh i don't know if there'll be a space you could put a few links there's about three links i would love to share with all of your listeners about tm but if you go to tm.org um you can input you know your location and you can find um you know what is the closest tm center to where you live and um you know there's certified tm teachers all over the place so um there's likely one, you know, in your area. And I just have to mention, if you happen to be listening um, from the Seattle area, I have a particular contact um, for that area. So anyone, who, you know, you're welcome to send me a message if you're interested in learning TM. Um, in general, I'll be, you know, very happy to answer further questions about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, that that's the first place to start. Okay, so tm.org, and then the the other links I can include in, in the show notes later if you, if you want to send those to me. Um, awesome, that's so cool. I'm, it's amazing. Uh, my mind is just I love I love how much value there is in that. I think it's uh, it's extremely important for everyone listening to um, obviously understand the the benefits of it, but then not only learn about it and say oh that's great, but actually go out and uh, begin practicing or pursuing, you know, uh, to start practicing it. So thank you for sharing that information. Um, one yeah, question. absolutely. Is there anything else you want to share about uh, TM or Transcendental Meditation? Um, I know we kind of covered a good range of things, but is there anything kind of additional? I would love to just mention also that um, what I think is so cool about TM and, you know, meditation in general is that, it's not a religion. You know, it's not something you have to be of a certain faith to practice. Uh, there's people of all faiths, practice, all different kinds of backgrounds that are practicing transcendental meditation. And some people have actually found that it actually enhances their current religion um, that, they, that they are practicing. So that's just really cool. Um, you know, there's that distinction between spirituality and um, the being religious, uh, mm-hmm. um, so the so that I just think that's a, a good point to mention too, as I know that's a, a popular question that that I've heard asked many times is, you know, oh, but you know I, I'm of this and this religion, and you know, is that going to be okay? And you know, on the personal level, it's, it's uh, on every level, it's absolutely um, you know fine to learn TM and to just um, add it on to your daily practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can only add value if you if you if you practice it. Um, what I know you talk or you're you're kind of a, a proponent of. Uh, well, actually, I have one more question about TM. Uh, I heard somewhere, and I don't know if this was TM. Uh, I believe it was though, because I, it kind of rings a bell with TM. But I heard that in I want to say it was I want to say it was Chicago or somewhere a larger city. They uh, a group of people practice TM and they actually reduced the crime rate with TM. Have you heard of that before? Mhm. Yeah, that's a phenomenon called the uh, Marishi effect, where a certain percentage of the population, when practicing transcendental meditation together in groups, has been shown in these um, you know, these quality studies that they've done to reduce crime rates. Um, so it is it is a real thing, and 
you know, I, I should mention in, in Fairfield, um, if you pass through on Highway 1, you might be very surprised to see these two dome-shaped buildings. There are these gold dome-shaped buildings where people flock to um, meditate twice a day. And, you know, in Oprah's show about TM, she said, it's just so funny, there's a traffic jam in this small town in <laughs> Iowa at, uh, you know, 7.30 in the morning and at 5 p.m. And so hun- hundreds of people are, are, are practicing TM in there um, mm-hmm. together. And um, I noticed a profound difference, if, you know, if I'm meditating on my own, um, which, you know, obviously, obviously I do, but if I can practice it with um, other people, then I can notice how much deeper of an experience it is. So that's a really interesting um, phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very, very cool. And that's that's kind of funny. I could I could just see someone driving through not knowing anything about uh, Fairfield and just what is, what is over there and why is there really <laughs> no? <laughs> it's a very yeah, interesting very scenario. Funny. It's like the it's like yours. Your sports team in Fairfield is TM, basically, yeah, in any yeah. <laughs> other city. Um, I know you. I know you're a big proponent of the Earth Diet, and uh, my question for you around that is: what, Well, first of all, what is the Earth Diet, and then why have why do you kind of believe and feel that this is the best kind of diet for overall health and well-being? So the Earth Diet is basically based on the idea that the earth provides an abundance of natural foods and that we should be eating as, you know, food directly from the earth. So it's a very simple idea. Um, Maybe I'll tell the the story. Um, You know, I've been following this girl. Her name is uh, Liana Werner Gray, and she's an Australian actress, and she... Um, became a you know an environment, environmentalist and humanitarian. Um, she actually won, I think it was you know Miss Earth Australia um, by People's Choice. I think it was in 2009, and um, she got into eating foods from the earth because um, she had all of a sudden one day she had a tumor pop out of her neck. And she had been eating a lot of, um, you know, junk food, standard type of food. And uh, she actually um, was able to heal herself from, um, you know, juicing and all these natural foods and alternative um, remedies. And so she said, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do a blog called The Earth Diet. Um, for one year, I'm going to document everything that I eat, and everything I eat is going to come directly from the earth. And it had it became very successful. She had a huge following, and has then since then turned it into a book. And uh, so last year, last uh, September, I was just you know, on Facebook one morning, very early in the morning, at a time I'm not usually on, and I was you know just going through my news feed, and all of a sudden I see Liana on a bike in front of the Welcome to Iowa sign. <laughs> <laughs> and and I said, what? You know, what is she doing here? So I wrote her this, you know, this message on Facebook immediately, not really thinking she was gonna, you know, see the message or get back to me. 
And within like three or four minutes, she got back to me and said, Emily, we're going to be, um, you know, in Fairfield tonight, uh, you know, come meet us. And that weekend I spent with Liana and her whole crew. Um, they were actually doing a tour across America on bikes, um, promoting the Earth Diet book and promoting, um, uh, you know, non-GMO and all that kind of stuff. And ever since then, I've just been in touch with her and, um, you know, just staying in touch. And uh, they have a program called the Mentor Program, which I just signed on to do, which I'm going to be starting to do August 1st. And basically, I'll be designing meal plans for a month for their clients based on the Earth Diet recipes and then providing um, email support. So what I love about the Earth Diet is that, you know, out of all the research that I've done, um, studying nutrition from, you know, my degree at the University of Iowa to my own self-study um, and then from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, you know, something that it really boils down to is if we eat foods directly from the earth, which are also known as whole foods, um, that is you know, an extremely simple idea about what's healthiest for us to eat. And it kind of goes along with that idea of, um, you know, nature being pretty perfect in, in, its, in, its, um, in its way of um, the ability of us being able to nourish us. And when we start manipulating with, you know, nature, I think that's where we start to get into trouble, whether it's with GMOs or... Um, you know, all the different things associated with kind of dominating our earth and, um, you know, cutting down trees, doing all these different things. And I think that um, we start to see our health start to deteriorate. So, you know, a classic example would be, um, you know, you take a whole grain and it's made of three parts, the germ, endosperm, and the bran. And when you take the um, bran and germ away, you have the endosperm, and that's a refined grain. And actually, I've learned that um, food cravings, which is something I specialize in as a holistic nutrition coach, um, can, can actually stem from not eating whole foods. So um, it's just this idea about how can we align ourselves with nature um, the most uh, that fits our modern lifestyle. So that's why I call myself a natural health stylist. By natural, I mean, you know, a natural diet for um, whoever I'm working with. And, you know, it is very individual, too. What um, I might eat will probably be different from what you're going to be eating um, just because there's so many variables uh, mixed in there. Um, so what is natural, a natural diet for you and me and all of your listeners and then uh, natural in the way that it's aligned with nature, that we're eating whole foods. Um, and then health style, you know, I, I talk about um, health as being multidimensional. We know this now. Science knows this now that it's not simply about nutrition. It's not simply about physical activity. The spiritual piece must be there. The relationships piece must be there. And our career, you know, all these things, um, need to kind of be balanced uh, for the individual in order to have complete holistic health. So 
a very long answer <laughs> to your question <laughs> about the earth diet. Um, but I think that it's very important to talk about health as being holistic because it really is. You know, in working with people about, um, I specialize in helping women actually with their cravings and with losing weight um, permanently um, while eating healthy and delicious foods that provide pleasure without guilt. Um, so I think, you know, having that um, that piece of, uh, you know, all those different pieces and really unifying them for the individual, I think that is the most important um, thing to, to realize, to recognize, is that it's not one thing. It's about all these different pieces. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree 100%. Health is, I think a lot of times uh, people that work in the holistic, well, in the health space, you know, uh, have a sort of belief that, you know, diet is the answer or exercise is the answer or, you know, this pill is the answer, you know, whatever it is. It's like I, having a, a very broad viewpoint and being able to have perspectives and understand how health is holistic. It's not, it's not, uh, you know, there's not one path. It's It's very very multidimensional like you said so understanding the importance of that and applying just different just so many different uh, methods and, and whole foods and uh, spirituality and relationships and all these different things really do help restore the health of anyone and I've, I've seen that over and over myself um, with with uh, you know friends family uh, uh, you know people online I've read stories you know so I've seen I've seen that kind of over and over that kind of recurring uh, that recurring story of you know I thought this was the answer and they tried one thing and they're really trying to be the best at you know exercise or the best at diet and then they kind of neglected another area of their life which was causing problems and and some of for example emotional health is something that I think is huge that isn't really talked about a whole lot but it's something that is has a huge effect on uh, the body's ability to operate and uh, be healthy and not kind of embrace negativity, if you will, and kind of cause the organs to be stressed. So uh, I agree 100%, and uh, it's very, I mean, I'm sure we could go on and on forever, but um, I'm in agreement, basically, (laughs) is my response (laughs) to that. that. Um, So, so yeah, the earth diet. So that's kind of a, it's a very simple, very, uh, very symbiotic relationship between uh, basically our diet and then the earth. So basically, is the earth diet? What is it? Is it kind of just composed of of fruits, vegetables, and and what what exactly is it composed of? Um, so what's cool about the earth diet is they do have recipes for all different types of eaters. So they certainly have a number of raw recipes and vegan recipes, and they also do include they do include some recipes for people who choose to uh, include some animal foods in their diet, Um, you know, always very recommended for it to be organic and to know exactly where your meat is coming from. Um, Mm -hmm. And so what I like about the earth diet is that there's really something there for everyone, Um, for, you know, wherever you are in your journey to health, um, there's something there for you. And so they do offer you know, a number of different um, programs and lots of different recipes online and, um, you know, various uh, things related to um, 
nutrition and health and also the piece you were talking about, emotional health. I think that um, you know, emotional and spiritual health are so crucial um, to holistic health. So, um, you know, they're very much about uh, gratitude and, um, you know, just being grateful for life. Um, of course, Liana is, feels very much that way after, um, you know, she essentially... Uh, her life was saved by <laughs> by changing her diet and her lifestyle. Um, so that's very much a part of it, too, is that sort of spiritual piece. And um, I know at, at this point, officially, I, it's okay for me to um, announce this, that um, Hay House, the biggest publisher of self-development, self-transformation health books, um, has uh, signed the Earth Diet, and the Earth Diet will be republished by Hay House, um, I believe it's next April, 2014. Cool. So that's very exciting. Yeah, just to, to reach more and more people all over the world with this um, with this message, which essentially really is, is my message, too, of, uh, you know, just really getting back to nature as much as possible while still fitting our modern lifestyle. You know, mm-hmm. we're not going to go back to being... Um, Probably not going to go back to being hunters and gatherers the way, uh, way with you know, how technology is moving forward and everything like that. But there's certainly ways we can really integrate our, our lifestyles with nature, and I just think that that's crucial for ultimate health. Yeah, I agree. The sustainability, the the health. I mean, there's so many so many reasons for that. And I know for for me in my life specifically, at one point when I uh, my mother was you know into holistic health and natural health, and she's a stage four cancer survivor, so seeing her kind of go through that journey left an impact on me. but when I lived on my own, I just kind of forgot about that. you know I was like, you know I can eat whatever I'm young, I'm healthy, I'm skinny, you know whatever uh so I kind of straight away from understand from what I knew, you know eating healthy and understanding uh, the benefits of that. And for me, I had little health problems. I was like, for example, I had heart palpitations, you know, where your heart mm-hmm. skips a beat. And I was only like 19 at the time. And I was like, this is weird. I mean, like, I sh- this should not be happening. Um, so I understood it was because of a magnesium deficiency. And I just, I didn't really exercise. I was skinny, so I was like, I don't need to exercise. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know, it was like a, it was a crutch that I was using against myself uh, unconsciously. So for me, I, I, you know, really getting back to the roots and back to, um, you know, the the diet that comes from the earth, from food that comes from the earth, I feel is very, very important. Um, did you have kind of like an aha moment like that in your life where you, where you kind of had a shift in perspective or, or perception at all? Mm, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I grew up here in Fairfield and then... Um, in 2004, I moved to Los Angeles. I followed my heart out to California uh, to attend the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. And uh, you, you can imagine what a shock that was coming from a town of 10,000 uh, mm-hmm. in the middle of um, Iowa to, you know, to L.A., the second largest city in the U.S. And uh, so it was really... Um, you know, uh, an interesting um, adjustment, but, uh, you know, really an amazing journey and uh, definitely had a lot of uh, growth, a lot of growth and a lot of 
fun. You know, I loved going to FIDM. I loved being artistic and having the projects and meeting all these people who are really into it. And um, so I did that. And when I graduated in 2006, I um, immediately became an assistant to one of LA's top fashion stylists. So all of a sudden, here I was, um, <laughs> you know, running around LA, uh, you know, buying all these clothes for commercials, and we we did a um, TV show, Rockstar Supernova. <laughs> it was like a spinoff of American Idol, and uh, so just you know, I, you couldn't. There's not more. Um, I mean, the greatest. It was the greatest contrast, you know, in the world between Fairfield and and that whole not just LA but the whole fashion scene and all that. Um, so you know, I, I started doing that uh, the fashion styling thing, and it was um, very exciting. A lot of work. I think uh, definitely it's not as glamorous as some people might think uh, that it is, um, just by how hard of work it is. Um, so that was um, a really fun time of my life, but also a time where I started to feel like I was growing farther and farther from my true authentic self. And I started to miss my roots um, of TM and being in that tight-knit community and of health and wellness and kind of growing up with that. And so right around that time... Um, or actually, a little little afterwards, I I did work for a, um, this wonderful jewelry company for a few years too. Um, but right right in there, I uh, my friend gave me this book, and it was called Skinny Bitch, <laughs> and it was a very controversial title and book around that time. But I actually read it uh, front to back on um, on a flight, and I went through this an, an unbelievable um, transformation of. Uh, you know, realizing, you know, thinking about where our food comes from, you know, the title is a little deceiving because uh, it's not really just about, um, you know, losing weight, but it's really about some um, uh, very interesting facts about, uh, you know, modern-day factory farming and agriculture and all these things, toxins in our food. And so after reading that book, I said, okay, that's it. I'm completely making over my diet overnight, and and I did. And uh, it was just, I little did I know, though, that it was just the very beginning of an entire, almost like a domino effect of uh, holisticness, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Good um, word. Uh, yeah, into all areas of my life. I started plugging into yoga. I learned yoga, plugging into the yoga studios in, in L.A., which are so, you know, just there's like a yoga studio in every corner, just as many Starbucks um, as there are yoga studios. And so I just started to, um, you know, really dive back into that um, place that felt like home for me, which was um, all about wellness and, and holistic health and that is when I actually discovered raw food. Uh, I was in a yoga studio and I came across Annie Pio's um, first cookbook. I think it's Annie Pio's Raw Food Kitchen. And I stood there amazed at all of the different things that I was seeing, the beautiful presentation of the food. And I was just so amazed that you could make you know, a sandwich out of fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, and, yeah. 
you know, that was kind of the, the first time that I, um, you know, learned about raw foods. And then I, from then on, I just kind of dove into um, into that and plugged into, you know, the raw restaurants and the raw scene in, in L.A. and uh, just really immersed myself in it. And uh, so it really became this, this journey of going from, you know, uh, processed foods, which still, I mean, many of them are advertised as health foods, but uh, still, you know, man-made. So starting from there and then um, just this evolution towards more and more simple, natural, whole foods. And that's what I love about raw food is that it comes from the earth. You know, it's, it's minimally mm-hmm. processed. And so it's it's that much more nourishing from you for you. That's what I really believe. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how I got back into um, you know my roots of health. And from then on, uh, you know, I, I started to look into schools. I wanted to go back to school to study health and nutrition, and ended up um, moving back to Iowa for uh, my degree in health and human physiology. So um, that's that's how I got back to Iowa. Very cool. I think it's interesting how the, like you said, growing up in Fairfield and then moving to L.A., the basically the polarity difference. I mean, you're kind of from a small community, very spiritually and health kind of oriented, and then you move to a big city where, from my understanding, I've actually never been to L.A., but from my understanding, you know, very fashion, fame, fortune-oriented, if you will, quote-unquote. So kind of having that different perspective uh, and that polarity of perspectives, I think, has uh, really given you the ability to see health in a more holistic way and to see the broad spectrum of the health rainbow, if you will, um, and all the colors that are involved with it. So um, I think that's really cool and a very very interesting story. I think it's uh, it's led um, you to become a very, very bright, very in- intelligent person, to have a lot of understanding in, in these different areas. Um, you t- your birthday was recently, and you told me your age, and I was like, wait, what? I had to... One <laughs> of those kind of moments. Because when I, met you in, when I met you in Michigan, I thought you were around my age, you know, younger 20s, mid-20s, younger. I thought you were younger 20s. Um, and then you said your age, and I was like, wow. So uh, how old are you exactly? <laughs> um, I just turned 30, so I just exited my uh, my 20s, um, and I Very turned 30. Very gracefully, um, might I add. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I turned 30 in June, so... Um, recently into this into this new decade and feeling very good about it mm-hmm. and I, th- I think you're live. it's obvious you're living what you're talking about it's not just talk um so i mean transcendental meditation uh the earth diet raw foods um exercise what do you do for exercise i'm curious well uh you know it's interesting i <clears throat> what i also do besides um seeing my clients is I garden. Uh, my dad has had a gardening business. Um, I think he's on his, like, 37th year. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, so off and on for years now, um, I've been helping him out. He has a lot of um, clients in Fairfield, private homes, as well as parts of the um, Maharishi University here in town. 
And so it's it's such a wonderful. I feel so blessed to be able to have that um, as a as a job. Um, it's very compatible with um, obviously with uh, health coaching and being able to um, you know just share that with people and say that for exercise, you know, there's all these structured forms of exercise, you know, going to the gym and doing these different machines and these different types of workouts. And um, more and more, I really advocate the uh, just, you know, simple exercise. You know, years ago, they didn't have these exercise machines and they didn't um, have these gyms. You didn't, you know, get in your car and drive to go move your body. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, a good concept. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, they there was physical labor. There was gardening. There was um you know, preparing the food, going to get watered, you know, doing all these different things. And so it's the same concept of getting back to nature. And so uh, you know, I think gardening is a wonderful form of exercise and I'm doing a little bit of that um almost every single day. So that is my um primary form of exercise at the moment, um, you know, doing, uh, it's it's quite physical. And when you're doing it for hours on end, you yeah. can imagine it's not like you're doing a 30-minute run on the treadmill. It's like, no, it's a few hours of um, constantly moving around and picking up things that are heavy, so using your muscles in that way. Um, so definitely gardening. Uh, but then also, um, you know, I have a, a real love for yoga, um, like I said, I, I learned uh, yoga out in L.A. from wonderful teachers, you know, these world-class teachers. I'm going to these huge classes where, again, like we were talking about how practicing meditation in groups is, is um, even more powerful. Uh, I feel the same way with yoga. You know, if you practice yoga in a group of people, you can feel how it elevates the consciousness of the room. Um so, uh, you know, power yoga is something um, I enjoy, um, as well as restorative yoga in all, in all types. So, I, you know, I find it very balancing to the physiology and, uh, you know, it really is a, a different type of yoga for different type, types of uh, working out. Um, vinyasa flow, you know, gets your heart rate up a little bit more. Um, you know, hatha yoga and holding poses kind of works your muscles. Um, so there are, you know, different kinds. So yoga and then, you know, just simple walking (laughs) I think is really, really fabulous. You know, um, one thing I miss so much is hiking. I used to hike in the beautiful canyons in L.A. Um, uh, see if I can remember this. No, Paseo Miramar, um, is where I used to go hiking, it's just a little bit north of Santa Monica um, along the Highway 1 there, and it overlooks the ocean. And so you're in these beautiful mountains overlooking the ocean, and it was just so beautiful and therapeutic and um, really necessary, I felt, when you're so congested most of the time with, you know, millions of people um, to get away and uh, just go up into the mountains and, and go hiking in nature was just uh, definitely I made it a part of my routine. Awesome. Yeah, the the gardening, actually, the first couple episodes of this podcast was with uh, Carolyn Collins, and we talked about gardening and, and the health, the sustainability, being outside, getting fresh air, 
sunshine, mm-hmm. uh, being grounded, you know, earthing. So, you know, like uh, getting the negative ions, um, yoga. These are all amazing suggestions that I think, and you're, it's very true that in today's world we kind of think, you know, technology, technology, machines, and, you know, progress, <laughs> you know, fist in the air kind of thing. And uh, it's so true that just basic walking is, is one of the most amazing things for health. Actually, one of the, a lot of scientific studies around exercise are just done around walking. It balances yeah. heart, heart rate, circadian rhythm. Uh, so many different things. You're moving your body in a natural motion, your digestive system. I mean, there's so many benefits to just natural movement that it makes a lot of sense to just use what's around you and enjoy nature and be outside. Um, it's it's very interesting. I, I love that's all great advice. So thank you for sharing that. Mhm. Yeah, my pleasure. With okay, so you're a health coach. So a health, you're a health coach. What is a health coach exactly like? How would you define that? Mm. So, yes, I'm a, um, I'm a certified health coach uh, with the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Wonderful, um, wonderful, very uh, broad program. You know, they teach over 100 different dietary theories, actually. And it goes beyond nutrition, um, you know, to talk about um, all the different areas of life, um, that I mentioned before, relationships, career, uh, physical activity, spirituality. Um, so what a, what a health coach does is actually works with someone, uh, works with your client to um, ask strategic questions that, um, you know, the, the client kind of comes up with uh, what what's most important to them in terms of their health goals. And I am there co-pilot, <laughs> if you will, mm-hmm. um, on their journey, on their uh, journey towards uh, greater and greater health. So um, it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing that um, provides uh, support um, to their, you know, for their health goals, uh, ongoing support, and also, you know, education, education in, um, uh, you know, about health, about nutrition, about all these different areas of life. Um, so, yeah, so I guess I would say it's a mixture of education and support and um, really helping them figure out what is the most important thing that they're, um, for their health, what they're struggling with, you know, whether that's uh, weight loss, is, of course, is a huge topic, and that's something that I specialize in, um, in addition to cravings and, um, you know, really helping people figure out, you know, are cravings, Good or bad? Actually, I just did a um, uh, radio segment last night here in Fairfield about cravings, and you know we have this idea that that cravings are all bad, and that we should feel shame and guilt for having them. But actually, uh, you know, I, I believe that cravings are just a way of our bodies communicating with us and telling us that okay, something is off balance, and instead of ignoring and suppressing those cravings. Um, you know, uh, let, let's um, be with the cravings and understand what our body is trying to tell us, and then we can we can come back into balance. So a health coach works with people um, both in the area of prevention, which is something that I specialize in, as well as, um, you know, working with, with all different kinds of conditions, 
health coaches health coaches actually can work in conjunction with um uh doctors with MDs and I think it was uh was it Dr. Oz um that said, you know, he believes that every doctor's office should have a health coach in there. Um because let's face it, you know, doctors are so busy and they don't have the time to sit and learn all about um you know the patient and their background and um you know and and hold their hand through the whole process of uh, of change so a health coach yeah. um does exactly that it it um there's definitely a hole in our healthcare system um many oh, yeah. holes <laughs> and so the the health coach um definitely begins to fill some of those holes which i think are so uh missing you know um there's just there's a lot of pieces that are missing so yeah. um if our yeah. health system if our health system was a ship it would have sunk already and we wouldn't have been able to find the vessel basically um <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. So basically, I mean, the way I kind of see it, and the Institute for Integrative Nutrition is great. I've heard nothing but great things about it. It's it's not it's not. I've never been involved with it, but I've heard great things about it. Uh, it sounds like, uh, it, or really, in my opinion, let me phrase it. In my opinion, the a health coach is kind of the a doctor of the future, if you will. I mean, with people understanding prevention and holistic health and wellness, a health coach is really kind of the doctor or guide of the future and, and understanding and, and uh, using that, understanding uh, that relationship with health and uh, really tailoring to their clients as opposed to uh, dealing with the quote-unquote uh, problem and covering it up and then moving on to the next patient. Um, so I'm, I'm glad you kind of really defined it well for our listeners to understand that so they can uh, look for a health coach in their lives if they, you know, love to improve their health, which I'm sure they do if they're listening. Uh, so, Thank you so much for your time for this interview. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Anything new, exciting, amazing going on that you'll be, you're going to be showing on your website or your Facebook page or anything? Um, I think the the newest bit of information is that I'm going to be collaborating with the Earth Diet. Um, um, but I, I would just say in general, if anyone has any questions about TM or about, you know, the Institute for Integrating Nutrition or, um, you know, if you are struggling with your weight or cravings, you know, please um, don't hesitate to get into contact with me. I'd be more than happy to answer questions. And, you know, I just think that the more that we can link up together, um, all of us wellness warriors, everyone who's interested in health, um, you know, I think that the more we kind of link up uh, the more um, powerful we become and the more change we can create in this world. Um, The world desperately needs um, this kind of love, this kind of support, and uh, it's only going to happen if we do it from the ground up with people like you and me and your listeners. So I just encourage everyone to, um, you know, reach out and uh, uh, get together and um, we'll make some big things happen. I agree 100%. I could not have said it better myself. Just like you said earlier in the interview with uh, yoga or meditation, when you're in a group of people, when you're meditating or uh, practicing yoga with a group of people, it just elevates everything. So the more connected we are, the more uh, understanding we have, the more we listen, the better uh, 
the the more power we have to heal and, and help others and ultimately create a positive shift in, in our world today. So thank you so much for your time. I'm very, very, very grateful. Uh, where can our listeners go to find you? What is your website and uh, where can they find you? Uh, you can go to www.emilyroseshaw.com and uh, you can get in contact with me there and um, read my full story of what led me back to holistic health. <laughs> excuse me, health. And uh, also, um, you know, you can find me on Facebook as well, Emily Rose Shaw, um, holistic nutrition coach and natural health stylist. So, um, yeah, I look forward to connecting with you all. Awesome. And you're giving away a free book on your website too, right? Um, there's a, I believe it's now um, uh, part of the Institute for Integrative Nutrition book. There's a book that talks about a lot of these um, theories about nutrition and um, these different areas of health. Uh, so that, you know, uh, that is available on my website, yeah. So please feel free to download that. Awesome, yeah. Definitely go to Emily Rose Shaw and check that out. Thank you so much for your time. Have an awesome rest of the day, all right? All right, you too. Thanks so much. Thanks. All right. All right. Take care.